Hey family, welcome to episode two of All Things Mommy Podcast. Thank you for listening and please remember to subscribe. I'm your host, Yashika Kinsey. I created this podcast to give parents a safe place to share their parenting experience without feeling judged or ridiculed. This podcast is for all parents, no matter what stage of parenting you are in. It can also be helpful for those of you who are thinking about becoming a parent. In today's episode, I had the privilege to speak to a doula. For those of you who do not know what a doula is, please listen to this episode. I spoke with Sequoia Kemp. She is a trained professional doula. She's going to explain more about what a doula is and how could having a doula during, before, and after delivery of your baby help you. I had my experience with a doula, and I will share my experience after you listen to the interview with Sequoia. So stay tuned. So thank you, Sequoia, for agreeing to do this episode of the podcast where we talk about um, doula and the importance of having a doula or what are some of the benefits of a doula. Um, So if you could just tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do Okay. Well, thank you for inviting me. Um, so I am a certified doula, or I am also a birth and postpartum um, doula. So what I do is I help people prepare for the labor experience, and I meet with them, you know, once a month um, to give them childbirth ed- education, as well as going over what their birth plan is. And doulas, we're non-medical support um, individuals, so we don't do anything on the clinical side, but we offer education, um, information, and also teach people how to advocate for themselves to make sure that their rights are being respected um, during their birthing experience. And then after they have their baby, uh, we meet with them, and sometimes, you know, they're like, okay, have family come into town, and they have a, an adequate support, and sometimes we also just stay on and help them um, just adjust to becoming a parent, help them with baby care, and things of that nature. So what made you want to become a doula? So I, my first birth I saw was in 2013, um, and I, I, my goal is to become a certified nurse midwife, um, but I learned about doula care while I was in college, just doing a research project on cesareans, and throughout that project, I learned that, um, you know, studies show that people who have doulas tend to have um, shorter labors, they tend to have more positive um, birthing experiences as well as lower chance of having any medical intervention such as c-section. So once I learned that I'm like well I already attend people's births in my family you know I might as well just become a doula and help you know get experience for when I become a midwife, but once I became one, I was just like, oh my God, I love this. So it, it, w- it went from like just trying to gain experience for a resume to actually, you know, being really passionate about the work and seeing that it's like helping people and changing their lives. Okay, so just a little bit about um, Sequoia and I, we went to the same church together. That's how we originally met. And um, during that time, I always admired her because she was always a go-getter. Um, not only does she do this work as a doula, but she also sings and she does a whole bunch of other social activism work in the community. And I had no idea what a doula was, to be honest. And so um, how many people do you think actually know what a doula is, especially in like the black community? I think that it's not as pop um, common or popular um, 
because people all the time they tell me like you're the first doula I've ever met or they're like I didn't even know about doula work and what that was Mm -hmm. and oftentimes people get us confused with midwives they're like oh oh, so you deliver babies I'm like no we're like we're we have a similar philosophy but we just don't do the clinical side so I think that um over the past years more and more people are starting to learn about doula care especially with like the black maternal health crisis going on across the entire nation people are turning to doulas just to have that extra support and that extra advocacy in the birthing room so i know you said that a midwife and a doula are different in that the midwife focus on like the medical clinical piece and then the doula sounds like more of a support coach Mm -hmm. and kind of help you through do you guys help before during and after can you tell us a little bit about that process so there's full spectrum doulas where they do it all so there's like abortion doulas if people want support even if they're not going to go through with their pregnancy um they can they can hire a doula just to help them with that part um with that caring afterwards um and then there are bereavement doulas so people who have lost their children um there are doulas who will still provide that conditional support and and help foster you know a relationship back to where if they decide to go for it with another pregnancy um so i'm a birth and postpartum doula so what i do is i meet people before, while they're pregnant um i try to meet them as early as possible because i think the longer you um know somebody the you know the closer your relationship and the more mm-hmm. they're going to be willing to trust you versus if you've only met them once mm-hmm. before they go into labor um and so most and some doulas are just birth doulas so so they'll meet with you educate you and like their you know relationship ends after the baby's born um but i like the full circle of it i like to be able to meet with them you know process them and not just you know leave once the baby is born um but people have different you know um skill sets and also different availabilities so um but yeah, so the the community based model that we have in Syracuse is that you it would be a full spectrum. So you meet them during the pregnancy, be there until they have the baby, um, meet them at the hospital or home wherever they decide to birth, and then support them. Have a couple follow up appointments, um, especially if they had a, a negative experience while they're birthing. You want to really just help them process it, look for signs of postpartum depression or um, different other mental health issues that might arise from having negative birth experiences okay and i'm glad that you mentioned like postpartum depression and then there is also like signs before you actually have the baby Mm -hmm. like pre-depression like Mm -hmm. symptoms and things like that what are some of the signs you've noticed that you are aware of as a doula because i know as a mental health therapist we tend to get a lot of information from the client and Mm -hmm. their self-report but being that you're there with them from the beginning middle and end Mm -hmm. Have you noticed anything? So I was somebody asked me this a, a while back on a podcast, and I was like, none of my clients have ever self-reported, um, but we do go over a. So I give everyone a um, postpartum promise, and so if they have a partner, I have I have them go over what those. Um, um, symptoms look like so if they're you know staying in bed a little too long not not having the energy to eat not having the energy to help with the baby if they're just you know you your hormones shift so there is some of that you know emotions and still tearful but if it lasts you know several weeks then um then you want to be like okay something might be a little wrong here and that's why i've been talking to people while even going to therapy before you even have birth and Mm -hmm. having building a relationship with a therapist to process Mm -hmm. Um, what it's like to be going from, you know, this independent being to now, you know, you're carrying another human being and then now you're processing, you know, people feel like they lose a sense of themselves because Mm -hmm. everybody focuses just on the baby and 
you know, I hear people always say, oh, it's not about you no more. And I'm, I'm always like, no, like, it is still about the mm-hmm. mom. But we can't just forget about the person who's actually carrying the baby. And so we've talked about that, that, that sense of, you know, everybody's telling me that it's just about the baby, but what about me? And, like, mm-hmm. acknowledging that birth, as normal as it is, as common as it is, it's still a experience, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so... I feel, I see my role as being that consistent person. Like, I tell people, you know, we serve the family, so I'm I'm also helping dads or partners learn how to best support the person who is pregnant. But ultimately, my main goal is to make sure that this person gets through this birthing experience alive, but also fulfilled, as well as the baby. So, I think that most, I do get to hear, um, I have heard a lot about just people not feeling they have the the right support mm-hmm. or even if their partners are involved it's still it still feels like they're going through it alone and just helping them unpack that and finding out well what can I do as your doula to help um offer some more social support mm-hmm. I think you hit a, a key point when you said that you know it's an experience and it's a tra- it can be traumatic for a lot of new moms mm-hmm. you know to go through I know for myself to carry the baby, um, I carried my daughter for 42 weeks. That experience was beautiful for me. I never got sick or anything like that. But after giving birth and having to go through an emergency Mm C-section, which I didn't mention that your mom was actually my doula. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She came to the hospital with me and helped coach me through some of those um, contractions, which was very helpful um, but yeah, there's always a lot of people in the room at the hospitals, mm-hmm. the residents, the doctors, and it just seems overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And so to have like somebody there, um, besides your partner, besides your family to say, okay, I want all of you out the room, just mm-hmm. me, my partner, my doula. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes that could be helpful. Uh, but what I wanted to, um, ask about too, because with fees, this, is this service affordable for, you mm-hmm. know, people? Cause a lot of times people are having babies and that's expensive Mm -hmm. so how can they afford a doula (laughs) right so for me i um offer my services on a sliding scale um and then early i think it was earlier this year or last year i created a sponsorship fund so people who you know just want care about black maternal health rate or just maternal health outcomes period you know we have a, a fundraiser that we're actively asking people to support because there are people who um are you know a lot of just maybe if it's an unplanned pregnancy, they weren't able to allocate funds. So um, it is, I try to make my services affordable. Um, and then if my caseload is too too large, then I'm always referring people to my community-based doulas. So uh, I work closely with Village Birth International, and that's who trained me. And um, we have this philosophy where we don't turn moms away. We, you know, we talk to them about putting their doula services on their beverage registry, you know, collect donations. Um, mm-hmm. make, you know, it's ways to make it affordable. Or people barter. Like, some people are like, okay, well, you cook for me, cook dinner, and I'll be, while, while I'm there, you know, we'll eat, and, and I'll be your payment. So we really try to find different ways that, you know, go into culture. Like, culturally, that's how we take care of each other. It's like, okay, well, mm-hmm. I'm going to cook dinner for you on Sunday, and, and that's how we show love. So, mm-hmm. you know, we just try to be creative and um, make sure that people have support, um, you know, at any cost. So if someone is um, interested in learning more about a doula mm-hmm. or perhaps even obtaining a doula, how would they go about finding you or your community of people? So I have a Facebook page, which a lot of people can contact me through. Um, it's doula for a queen. 
um, with the number four, not the word. And we also do look for a queen at gmail.com. That's my email address. We have a consultation form um, that can be located on our Facebook page. But if they email us, we can um, contact. They, we'll just send it to them via email. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with Village Birth. They have a Facebook page as well. Um, and their email is info at villagebirthinternational.org. Um, if somebody, I've had people reach out to me via Instagram, so same, same at name, Rula for Queen. Mm-hmm. Um, so people can call us. Our number is 315-696-1795. Um, and also they could come to our childbirth education classes. Uh, we have monthly childbirth education classes on the second Saturday at Cafe Sankofa. And so we tell people it's open to whether you're pregnant, not pregnant, but you're planning to be pregnant, just to come and learn and um, meet other moms and meet other people who are, you know, um, getting that information too. So we always have those on site to help connect and um, Mm -hmm. provide support. And I'll also add um, Sequoia's uh, information in the show notes so that you guys can have access to it because I know sometimes playing this back, you're going to hear it and be like, oh, what did she say? Mm -hmm. So, um, but before we end the interview, I just wanted to know a little bit about um, your, just give some advice. What advice can you give to um, maybe experienced moms who's Mm -hmm. having more children and want to have more children but never used a doula before Mm -hmm. or new moms? Like, what would you say are some of, like, the benefits? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so definitely the benefit is that you're going to have somebody who caters to you throughout your whole entire pregnancy. You're going to have somebody who is going to be able to research and give you questions and be a soundboard. So as a doula, we, we... inform you so that you can make decisions we want we might not sway you our role isn't to say you have to have an unmedicated birth you we you know well i'll speak for myself as a doula i come from a non-judgmental stance so if you if you say you want that epidural i'm not going to tell you not to get it but i will just give you the pros and the cons for every decision that you want to make and i think that um, because your doctor's appointments are short, 30 minutes, and we I spend an hour, hour and a half really um, answering questions and educating you. So I think the benefit is that you aren't, you're in control. You feel a sense of control about your birthing experience versus just, just you experiencing it um, as an outsider. Mm-hmm. And I think that when my clients feel empowered knowing that, you know, yes, this is a standard or a protocol for the hospital, but that's not what I want, and I, it's my right to say I don't want that. Mm-hmm. And, and people are now just being more in charge of their experiences mm-hmm. um i think it's good to also have multiple doulas um you know i always have a backup because you, you know birth is spontaneous and you never know when people are going to have um their babies so it's good to have a, co- a community of multiple women that you can um call upon mm-hmm. um and it's really important for us to um well, my philosophy, like I said, is like I don't turn people away. I try to connect you with other doulas if I can't take you on. But also, you know, we, we are holistic. We think about what's physically happening to you. we also going to be taking about what's mentally happening to you. And spiritually, how are you feeling? How are your spirits? And be able to have those really open and honest conversations so that you don't feel like you can't um, complain. And I think that people... 
um, need space to say, you know what, I'm not liking this, right? Like, people are, oh, such a beautiful experience. But for some people, it's not. Some people are in and out the hospital because they have gestational diabetes or hypertension. So everybody's experience isn't smooth sailing. And that's where your doula can sit there, support you, and encourage you, even when you feel like, you know, you're supposed to have this maternal instinct. But not. I feel like parenting is something that's a learning experience as well. Um, so I just feel like you just have your personal cheerleader, um, and you know, we stick with, I mean, I've had clients who I still get invited to birthday parties, things of that nature. It's an ongoing relationship. It just doesn't end, um, once the baby is born. I think that's great, Sequoia, especially, um, since, you know, not everyone has that support system. We always hear the term, it takes a village to raise a child, but not everyone has a, a village. Some people are really out here alone. And even when you do have a village, it is still helpful to have additional support. You can never have enough support mm-hmm. when you're trying to raise a human being. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I like the idea of a doula, um, is there any books or articles or anything that you would recommend um, regarding doulas if people just want to do their own research and to find out more about it? Yeah, so there's a website called radicaldoula.com. Uh, one, if you, no matter where you are in the nation, you can you find that, use that website to find doulas in your area. So um, I think they up they uploaded and add different doula programs in North Carolina, South Carolina, wherever. So that's a great um, website to use. Um, I also refer to the evidencebasedbirth.com. That is a great site for one, you, you have... Um, research just readily available and, and it talks about the different benefits um, and the statistics so if you're a statistical person it has those statistics and it has the research that base, um, backs what we do um, and so those are the two websites that I think are informative and um, unbiased and um, even if you just research black maternal health um, black mamas matter um, they were doing a lot of work legislative policy work at toilet birth work on trying to you know reduce these uh, these adverse health outcomes for black moms and black babies so definitely follow black moms matter and they have uh, research by black women for black women and i think that's really important um especially with all these reports it's like based in fear and we're like no we know these statistics happen but this is what we're doing and, it, and that website has a lot of the work of what's being done to improve birth outcomes Yes, thank you for coming and sharing your expertise with us today. I learned so much. Um, Some of it, you know, you shared with me before, but I think um, just to hear more additional resources where people can go out and get information on what a doula is is so important. Um, Is there anything final that you'd like to say? Uh, Well, if we are doing a Black Mamas bailout for Mother's Day, so this is a collective of birth workers um, from VBI, Doula for a Queen, Black Lives Matter, Syracuse Unchained, um, and we started this campaign. So if you're on Facebook and you see Free Black Mama Syracuse, we're trying to reunite black moms with their babies and their families for Mother's Day weekend. So definitely support that. Share if you can't donate because this is a part of that extension of like birth work is making sure that we're keeping families together and supporting moms. So this is a fundraiser mm-hmm. to get black mothers out of jail. Yeah. Oh, okay. So That's anybody good. that um, is sitting in jail because they can't make bail, we're, hope, we're trying to bail them out and give them continual support so that they can make it through their cases and on have social support afterwards. And is there like a GoFundMe page? Yep, so it's GoFundMe.com um, backslash Free Black Mama Syracuse. Free Black Mama Syracuse. All right, well, thank you for coming. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate the information.
So as you heard from the interview with Sequoia Kemp, a doula is there to support you during your pregnancy. They can help you throughout the entire process. They provide you with education. They give you support in developing a birthing plan. Um, They help you with any patient rights that you might not be aware of that you might have. From my experience personally, as I stated in the interview, Sequoia's mom, Miss Vicki Patterson, was my doula. Um, as I stated before as well, I met her at church and she um, asked me, was I interested in having a doula? She explained to me what the doula process was. And I said, yes, of course. Why wouldn't I have a doula? This is an, another support system that can be added to me and my family. So I agreed. And during my pregnancy, she would call and check up on me just to see how I was doing. I had a really good pregnancy, so I didn't have any issues um, with the pregnancy carrying the baby. But labor and delivery was where I had the most complications. So when I first went into labor, labor, I contacted Miss Patterson and I told her that I was at the hospital. I was having contractions and I was going, I'm in labor and she came up to the hospital she was right there by my bedside she was even there for me when the doctors and nurses came in the room and they told me that they had to send me home because i was only three centimeters dilated and i was so upset because i'm like why are these people sending me home i'm having really bad contractions you know why can't i just stay here and you know get the support that i need from medical staff and have this baby but i wasn't going to argue with the doctors and the nurses they sent me home i went home regretting the fact that I even went to the hospital to begin with and I was at home and I remember Miss Patterson she went in my bathroom she made me a nice warm bath she put me in the bathtub and she was just there talking to me and making sure you know that I was okay and the bathtub was so soothing it kind of helped me with the contractions and then finally I got out of the bathtub and I started having really bad intense contractions and I remember saying to Miss Patterson and my mom, I was like, we're gonna have this baby right here in this house. And they both looked at me like I was crazy. <laughs> and they said, nope, we're going back to the hospital. So they took me back to the hospital. I went there unwillingly, but you know, I can't fight with the people that love me. They, want, they didn't wanna have the baby in the house. I did. So they ended up taking me back to the hospital and I was still three centimeters dilated, but this time, you know, my family talked up for me and say, hey, we're not leaving. Her contractions are really intense. She's having severe contractions. We're going to stay in this hospital. And so I'm glad that they spoke up for me and advocated for me um, the way that they did. Because if I hadn't stayed in the hospital, I probably wouldn't have had my baby. I should probably wouldn't have made it because during that birthing process, her heart rate had dropped. Uh, I remember when the first time her heart rate dropped, the nurse came in and flipped me over. Um, knees and hands and my butt was in the air and I said to myself what is going on I was so scared and they told me the baby heart rate had dropped but whatever position that they had me in that automatically brought my baby heart rate back up and I started to think about that after I gave birth it's like I don't think that we're supposed to be having babies lying down I think that we're supposed to be on hands and knees when we give birth, I think that that's probably the correct way to do it, but I digress. Um, but that position made my baby heart rate go back up. So I stayed in the hospital for a couple more hours, really bad intense contractions. I still wasn't dilating. And then finally, um, I 
I started um, dilating a little bit, but then my baby heart rate dropped again and they had to rush me to the OR. There was no negotiating. They said that you need to go and get an emergency C-section because if you don't, you might lose her. I was so nervous. I was so scared. Um, My doula didn't go into the OR with me and I could only have one person in there. And so she didn't go in there with me, but... um, After I came out of the OR, she was there with me the whole time, you know, advocating for me, telling me what had happened and just being very supportive. So I share that story with you to say um, it's important to have as much support around you as you can. You know, I know that pregnancy is a very intimate thing. You expose your body. Um, You really need people around you that's going to support you in that labor and delivery room. So if you've never heard of a doula, I encourage you to do your research. I encourage you to go to the Facebook page, Doula for a Queen, and um, ask questions and see if if a doula is the right thing for you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. As always, always have a blessed week. And I will hope that you all will hit subscribe and continue to stay connected with me. If you're looking for me on social media, my name is Yashika Kinsey on uh, Instagram, Facebook, and Sheik on Snapchat.